0: I'm just trying to wake people up and give them that shock. Like, yo, man, go out there and do something, man. Go out there and do something. And and, and, and at the end of the day, it's like, man, on some real stuff, you live every day, but you die once. Mm. But a lot of people are afraid to live. And when I say live, I'm talking about do what's what's happy for you. Do what you feel that you need to do. Don't worry about nobody else.
1: What makes the journey worth it? The pain. The adversity, the opposition, the challenges, the uncertainty. Why do I have to go through this? What's the lesson in this? I got a paralyzed right arm and hand. The million-dollar question I get every single day is, "You wouldn't change what happened to you? Why?" Serendipity. Join us for insightful dialogues about not just successes, but about failures, opposition, adversities that shape and mold the individuals to who they are today. I'm Inky Johnson. This is Serendipity. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Serendipity with Inky Johnson. Uh, today's guest, you know, he's an author, he's an activist, he's an influencer, he's one half of the hit podcast Million Dollars Worth of Game with Gilly the Kid. It's Wallo Two Six Seven. Wallo, what's up,
0: man? How you feeling? How you doing, my brother? Everything is great, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just happy, you know, for you to have me, Ink. You know what I mean? And we could just exchange energy. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Give some energy to the listener. That's oh, all yeah. it's about, the listener. You know, because I don't know, some somebody woke up today and uh, they ain't feeling too good. No doubt. Somebody right now and, um, they on drugs, and you know they know, you know they better than what they going through. Mm. So I think it's something. That, it's somebody that we could talk to today. It's somebody in life that's going, that's you know that's going to be affected by the value exchange and the energy exchange that they're gonna hear based off of me and you. So it's like that's what it's about. That's all it's about with me. It ain't. Ain't about too much more than anything. You know what I mean? And the reason I say that is because I remember when I was in jail and you always want, like we always want help Mm. and we only think about help when we need help. Mm. We never think about help when other people need help. Mm. Like I told one of my homies one time, we was in jail. He was like, man, yeah, I'm all, I stay prayed up. I stay prayed up. I said, I said, yo, man, sometimes, you know, and I understand ain't nothing wrong with praying, but you gotta pray when things are going good too. Mm. And sometimes, and I ain't telling you how to deal with your God, but I'm gonna tell you how to deal with your God. Mm. Sometimes you gotta get God a break. You mm. see what I'm saying? So uh, he could take care of the people that's less fortunate that really need his help. Mm. He was like, I ain't know, I said, yeah, man, because sometimes you just be getting on his nerve, to just be, you know, just be getting <laughs> on my nerve. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you see what I'm saying? The guy that I know and the guy that we know, you know mm. what I mean? He's an old boy too. So he probably like, yo, man, lay up off me. Okay. I got some things that I can do. Mm. You know what I mean? But we always want for us. I want yeah. help, help. What about helping somebody else? You know what I'm That's saying? Real. And so real. platforms like this going to help somebody else.
1: It's real. That's real. Mm. And so, Wallo, man, your life, your journey, uh, your story, you know, the serendipity is about, you know, taking unfortunate situations that we thought were unfortunate, but we turn it around and we spin it. But you said something, man, like you've said a lot of powerful stuff, but one of the most powerful things that I've ever heard you say was what happened to your brother, right? When your brother got murdered, and you said when you met May May, right? And oh, you came God. to the realization that raising your brother's children or raising your brother's daughter was more important than getting revenge on his killer. Like what made that mindset take shape?
0: Uh, just seeing them, man. And it's like, I think I was never the dude that like, I was never the dude that that was ultra, was in love and had his romance with violent stuff. I was in the street, I was doing stuff, but I, I never shot nobody, never killed them. So it was like, I didn't have this ultra violent thing in me because I sometimes I always used to be like, yo man, we, such and such got killed. Damn, they could have rumbled. Or they, so, I, hmm. so I'm so i not saying to myself like, damn, I know it take a lot of energy to say, damn, my brother got killed. I gotta go find this cat and I gotta go kill him because that's how the street posed to go. It pulls to be, you know, revenge is revenge is God in the ghetto. Yeah. So it was like, I'm like, you know, I'm hurt because, when it happened, it's like, my brother get killed on like a Friday night. Mm-hmm. I find out Saturday morning. And I first meet May-May on Sunday. She come to visit me in prison. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going through it. You know what I mean? It's the first time I see my niece. You know what I mean? I already seen my nephew. always come on my mom, which is May-May brother. So mm-hmm. I'm like, and she just running around like, carefree in the visitor room, jumping on me, asking me what, she cause she's real, She's real she been here before, little mm. old lady. She like, Why are you in jail? What did you do? Spirit, you ain't coming back. So I'm talking to her, and I'm like, So at the whole time, I'm I'm heard about, and it's still, it's still, it's still hitting me off and on because mm. you know. And then I'm like, Talking to her, it's like, She's like, and she's just like, When you come home, you're gonna take me here, we're gonna do this. And I'm just like, It ain't gonna mix for me to be, how can I? Be sharing life with this little one, mm. and making sure she alright. But at the same time, trying to go find somebody and kill him or do something to him. Whereas though, that whole mindset go take me away from. She already lost her father. She lose me as a rap. Mm. So yeah. and 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 we have been seen that in the hood. We have seen yeah. it like we seen so much. And it's like, when is somebody gonna say, you know what? It ain't even that deep mm. because no matter what, my brother ain't coming back. Ink. I don't care what happened. He ain't coming back, so so what? My mom, my grandma, family—they they lose my brother. Now they lose me. Mm. Or like you know, the, the life in prison, or you know, because in Pennsylvania, life means life. So it's mm. like, what? It's like, yo, man, it's like you sit back and I'm talking about it was days. It ain't even take that long. I'm like, yo, man, I I gotta focus on them. <laughs> and I you know I was just basically worried about that. Like, man, I gotta focus on them. Yeah, You know, you're talking to people, people like, man, we, go... I'm like, man, I ain't even on that talk, man. I'm just, I'm worried about my family. I, you know, this and the third, I can't get, and that was my main thing. Cause it was like, yo man, like I never seen nobody. I ain't even going to hold you. I never seen nobody come back yet. Mm. I never seen nobody come back. You know what I mean? When a revenge hit, I know that's, it's a personal play and it's yeah. an ego play. That stuff be an ego play because I never seen nobody that got revenge about Somebody getting killed and they go nobody nobody came back from it. Mm. So it's like what I'm gonna do. So and then it was like this. It's so draining. And I'm talking about it will beat your body down and it will hurt, it will weigh you down to be carrying all this hate on you. Yeah. When I say I'm your brother, I forgave you, man. I ain't got time because I can't, I can't do it, I can't even move. Yeah. if I'm I got all this weight on my back and I'm mad because somebody killed my brother, how I'm gonna have enough energy. And enough, and enough space in my mind, and my body, and my soul to be able to love my family, to be able to love his daughters. No, because I got all this rage in me, so mm-hmm. it's a mix. It's a mixed thing. So I'm like, you know what? I had to cleanse my soul and be like, man, I ain't. I'm done with that. It's hundred percent. I ain't got nothing. It don't even matter because it's not going to add value to his children's life. Wow. They just, they just have their own. They, you know, they always going to have a, a piece in them about their dad going. But they like, damn, I got my uncle here. He going to play the part of my father. No doubt. that's all that matters to me,
1: you know? That's powerful, man, because like you said, like that anger and that revenge, when you come from the hood, the ghetto, like that's king, but you said something that, you know, it also held conviction. Like you was like, I got to release this so I can prepare for what's coming. Right? Like I'm ready to go to the free world, but I got to release this so I can prepare for what's coming. And so now Mm -hmm. like the level of success you're experiencing like it's massive, right? We see it, but I'm sure it's things that we don't even see and things that we can never imagine. You're taking it to an aspirational level. I'm sure it's things that's going to come down the pipe because of the spirit and the work that you do. How important do you think that is just in terms of people releasing, whether it's bad energy, bad people, whether it's an environment, whatever the case may be, to prepare for what's coming?
0: My brother Maurice Corret told me this mm. about uh, yesterday morning. It was yesterday. The more, not yesterday morning the morning before yesterday he said man Maurice Claret you probably know him in Ohio State Claret. He absolutely said, he said Reese, said I never wanted to tell you this while but the reason a lot of stuff coming to you is because that whole situation with your brother and the forgiveness mm. and it's like this is like this is like him right now it's like because you're there for the kids you there it's like just that whole forgiveness and that you know uh, being able to just see a you know, see above that as a spirit that's just here for you. And that's why things just come, your, the blessings just come because you was able to go up when everybody went down. You know what I mean? You was able to just, and, and I feel that. And then one of my homeboys told me that Fat Malik, he was like, yo, man, you lost so much. And that's why so much coming, you know, with your brother. Like, it's just like,
1: hmm.
0: so like, I guess, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of things is happening. And it's like, and then with me, it's just like, it's this, it's this fire in me that come from him. It just, it just get me to just, I just, it's just like, I can't stop. I just, I always been a hyperactive person, even as a kid. They was trying to put me on medicine. When I was a kid, my mom was like, no, we ain't going for that. They just told me, oh, you eat, hyperactive, whatever. Yeah. Uh, They try to throw me on some stuff. I don't know what they be doing. They they still do that. Oh, they still do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I always was hype, but it was like, I knew coming to social media, because when I was, what happened was when I was in jail, I had a cell phone, I got a cell phone. That's when I first started my page, yeah. 2000, 2014. I started my page in, a, in the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. That's what Wildo 267 come from. 267 come from, the 267 part, Wildo is my street name, the 267 part came from my jail number, mm-hmm. DG2670. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I took that part because I you know, I always wanted to remember where I came from, where I'm going and where I ain't going back to. It's real. Because where I came from is the prison number, which is DG267. Where I'm going to is Philadelphia, which is area code 267. Mm-hmm. And where I ain't going back to is that prison number 267. So it's a it's a thing with me. So it was like <clears throat> that's why I started. That's why I started it at. And it was like when I was in the jail, I used to watch social media and, and I'd be like, damn. I used to see people in people's comments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But what I seen the regular people that wasn't celebrity, that wasn't a, a a stripper or a rapper, you'll see this human connection that was going on, right? Mm. And I was and I was big up on the human connection, because I'm always talking to people, whatever. But I seen the person to be on there like, hey Tim, why you ain't bring, why you ain't bring Bobby with you? Mm-hmm. I go down some more page to see that Bobby is their dog. But I'm seeing this human connection, how people is like, People love, like even with TV shows, mm-hmm. you might see a TV show, but it'd be a regular life TV show, like Cheers, just dudes going in the bar, regular life. No doubt. People love the human connection of regular stuff. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, damn, okay, the regular win it. So as I'm studying social media at the time, I'm like, I ain't not me personally, I got a message because even when I was in prison, I used to walk around talking, I used to talk, speak to groups in prison and all that type of stuff. I said, damn, I got to compete with the stripper, mm. rapper, mm. the dope boy, the athlete on social media. Mm-hmm. Now I'm doing, doing the research, the average attention span is seven seconds and all that stuff. Yeah. I said, I got something for them. So I said, I had to battle for attention on the timeline. Mm. I said, all, right. all right, cool. I said I had to battle for attention on the timeline, so I'm like, all right, cool. When I come down this timeline, mm. I got, it. I'm gonna be jumping off a roof, I'm gonna be running across the highway, because the first thing you gonna say, yo, this is ain't crazy. Well, <laughs> stop, but when you stop, I'm off the roof and then I give you some information about putting got the work it. in before the celebration, now you're like, oh, he got, that was good. Mm-hmm. But if I ain't jumping off this roof, I ain't laying on this ground with ketchup on my head Off, I'm not running across the highway with tractor trailers coming. Mm. I'm not stopping to get the message. Mm. If I'm just standing there, yeah, well, you, you're you not going to get it. Mm. So I'm I I had I had I'm battling. You had it all in place. I had to do all this stuff just to get you. I had to understand marketing. Mm-hmm. I had to understand attention span mm. all to get you to be able to package it up and give you a message that you might not get, cause I'm not, I ain't got the jury on, I ain't mm-hmm. butt naked, I ain't a woman. So it's like, you know what I'ma do? Yeah. So I realized, okay bet, I got something for you. Yeah, game time. And I was able to do that. And, and it changed the game for me personally, because wasn't nobody out here doing what I was doing. Mm-mm. See, because, because I seen it, you, you got different people out here. You got, you know what I mean? You got, you got speakers. Mm-hmm. but I didn't see myself as a speaker. I see myself more as a painter that was taking canvas and the canvas was the streets for me mm. because I ain't seen nobody in the streets and I ain't seen nobody that came from my background yeah. that was out here trying to encourage the people in the struggle at a bottom level.
1: No you know
0: because as you know, you got different levels of stuff. So I'm like, Absolutely. damn, I got to give it to them. So now when they see me down the way in the alley, or they see me with the graffiti, or they see this is my this is my habitat, this is my community already. So it's like, all right, but that translates the same rather I'm in Philly, somebody's waking up in Compton hmm. or Chicago or in you know uh, uh Memphis or in or in you know the third ward of Houston, it's all the same, it's is a relation to them, it's just like a rap video. Yeah, I'm I'm giving you a rap video. Without rap, but I'm giving you some encouraging words that you might need to get to through your day, mm. and I, and I understand everybody don't need it. Everybody might don't want it, but for the people that is out of the 7.8 billion, if I connect with some of them, I'm cool. No doubt, and that's the whole, and that's and that was the whole layout of how I was able to get it off. Mm. And then I said, okay, let me because one of my favorite casts was Anthony Bourdain when I was in prison. I used to watch him religiously, yeah. right? Because I'm talking about recipes. He was one of the dudes, I said, when I get out, I got a meeting. I used to watch his shows, No Reservation, Parts Unknown, Layover, religiously. Because for me being in prison, it gave me a chance to travel the world. Yeah. Because yeah, through him, yeah. I was able to watch him, like, yo, that's deep. Yeah. Yo, that's deep. That's probably- oh man, this is deep. And I used to be like, so I always said, when I get out there, I'm going to try to give them some black Anthony Bourdain vibes to whereas though when I first came home, I used to go to businesses in the community mm-hmm. that people don't know because, as you know, you might live in the hood. Mm-hmm. And 15 blocks away from them, that's not your neighborhood. So if you don't ever go that way, you might don't know is a good is a good vegan soul food spot there or a good bookstore there. So I would be the dude to go to these spots in Philly, all over the city. Yeah, I'm wildo two six seven. Welcome to boom 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 boom. They got this, they got that. You need to check. And I used to do free commercials for people, oh. because one thing that I understood was this: <laughs> there's no such thing. Because I, I study, I always studied marketing myself. Uh, mm. George Low, uh, you know, I read books like George Lowe's, damn good advice. He the mm. dude that had they did the story about uh, the TV show Madden about the ad agency. Yeah, so. I always was fascinated with commercials. I understand certain marketing colors. I understood a lot of stuff. But one thing I knew, if if I ain't know anything, I never forgot when I was a kid. And I used to always hear the people on TV shows or or like like news show or whatever. They'd be like, all right, time to pay the bills. We got to pay the bills. I was talking about the ads. Yeah, absolutely. So I said, okay, I got something for you. I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this social media and while everybody else is just doing it, I'm going to put ads on my content. Mm. The way I'm going to put ads on my content is, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a do these commercials for free, then one day people going to pay me to do commercials on my social. Mm. So now, as when you see that promo, you're like, oh, it's really an ad, but the way I'm doing it, I'm making it ad free because it don't feel like an ad. Yeah. So now and then, and then now I can say, all right, no, I need this, I need that, you know what I mean? I need, you know, whatever the value of it. So it's like now, it's like <sighs> I didn't took, you didn't took <clears throat> social media paid and turn it into a network mm. that does, that's that's does, you know what I mean? Utilizing the ad, putting the ads up against it. Yeah. See, I don't care what you do. If you could put ads up against anything, you got You got some serious stuff now. Mm. And now in this world, it's easy because you don't. This before I was able to go to corporate America and get and, and you know and be doing ad business with them, I was just dealing with main man. that got the barbershop homie with the clover line, shorty with the, the the soul food spot. So it was like, yeah. you see, what I'm saying you 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 get the understanding that you be like, okay, this how you do that, this how you all right, bet. And now they're like, yeah, I need it. my budget is this. I, I need you to do this. I need you to put all right, bet. This how much I can do it for this. Is it. So now. I'm taking social media and putting ads up against it, yeah. why you know, what I mean, so now maybe to you know do more to keep the traction. So I'm like, all right, bet now I got this, I got this, thing. I'm doing more stuff. Mm-hmm. So now, damn, that's paying me. because you have people thinking, like, damn, this dude just be running around, he ain't got no job, he ain't got nothing. No, bro, I got a job, I sell merch, like, I, I got a, I got damn thing like an ad agency. You <laughs> Yeah, strategy. I started, I started getting speaking in gigs and all, so it was like, bro, I'm like, I'm doing great. That's you know it. what I mean? But so it's like I think a lot of times we're talking about monetization.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't a lot of us don't know how to monetize us. Yeah. Um, it's just about not knowing, like, it's a lot of things I just didn't know. Like Maurice Maurice Colette, he taught me a lot about like setting up your booking email, how to get booked, you know what I mean? When they booked, you know. He taught, he taught me a lot of stuff, connected me, like he connected me with universities and all type of stuff. Like he's the dude that seen me out of nowhere and said, I want to help you. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. oh, he said, I know it's coming. I'm talking about, bro, I was like a couple months out of prison. He just sent me an email and now I'm messed up because I'm like, hold up. I just seen this boy 30 for 30 in jail. Mm-hmm. I was just, before I came home, I was in jail. I seen this 30 for 30. I was like, yo man, he went through some, you know what I mean? No so it's like, and, and then do and you understand? Not just seeing his 30 for 30, it's like you see his 30 for 30, but it's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: when he was playing football, he was playing for Ohio D, Ohio, Ohio State. It was like, bro, and prison, that was a big gambling, job. like paying the ticket, like he was, you yeah. know, you circling up on Ohio because you know they're going to win yeah. when you take tick, gambling tickets. So it was like, Like, seeing this dude on the the TV screen in the day rooms in prisons, like, this dude was like, he was that guy. He was the best player in the the nation. No doubt. So you like, now I got this dude on my line. I'm like, hold up. This can't be the – we get to kicking it. I'm talking about some of the videos I've done early in my game. Like, a lot of the videos I've done, because most of the time you see me with these on, I'm even listening to music I'm talking to somebody, and I'll be like, hold up. And I put my stuff on the... A lot of the videos I was done, I was talking to Reese on the phone. I'd be like, hold up, Reese. Early morning, I was talking to Reese. He was like, yo, man, you... you. And he would always push me, be like, yo, man, you got... Like, the reason that me and Gil started a podcast was because Maurice correct. Wow. He the one that was calling us. Yo, do this. This is how you get that. That was him. He the Uh one that said, he the one that said, yo, man, y'all got to, like, what is your... He called, I'm telling you, he used to call us like a couple times a week. Yo man, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? Wow, Are y'all playing games? Like, this is what you do. This is how you get, what's the name? This is how you get ad rev. Mm. This is how you get, you know what I mean? Like in the same, the same, same, everything we, like he gave me the game, like in different departments, like from speaking to that, you know what I mean? So it was like, yeah. you have people out there that be, that come from places you least expect. Mm. But it's a connection that me and him have from being in that, in that, in that, that system that's just deep you know what I mean? You no, know what I mean, like it's like, man, I just try to get on here every day and give somebody something. No, I, I give you something because I wanted somebody to give me something every day when I was in prison. But I ain't, mm-hmm. you know, it, I ain't have too much to reach out to. Yeah, and it's like I, I know people like I just be trying to hold down the people that the world forgot about. Yeah, there's a lot of people that the world forgot about because of their geographical location. They they live in a situation where they on drugs, mental illness, the world forget about you quick. Yeah. And you'll be left out. You know what I mean? Because, like, this world's moved off things these days. It's about things. Mm. And if and if you ain't got things, it'd be like, they don't respect you out here, you know? No doubt. And it'd be like, like a person, character, no longer that. Like, material things supersedes my yeah. character these days. Mm. Out here in the world we living at. Because everything is about things and it's like you're measured off of things and it's like, yo, man, who is you without the things? Yeah, superficial, materialistic. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like like we all get the the air is the same, bro. Mm. All the air is the same. We all breathing the same air. So you know, wrap your house big or your house small is a house. It's a house. You know, that's what it be about, man.
1: Yeah. You know. Walo, the beautiful thing I think about your journey, man, like when I was reading about you, you know, I say like you started going into the juvenile system at 11, then you yep. 17, you get sentenced 20 years shortly after that, but you come out and now you're totally different. And so we see the podcast, Million Dollars Worth of Game, you and Gilly, extremely successful, but mm. y'all really dropping nuggets. Like when you look at the clips, mm. like y'all really giving up game and talking to cats, like y'all having fun, but it's also insightful and educational. What's the goal and what's the mission through that platform with the cats that y'all blessed to be able to talk to?
0: The goal and the mission is this. When I was young, like me, a lot of people probably don't know, like me, I was fascinated with Eddie Murphy and them, right? Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor and them, right? You know, Ray Fox and all that. My uncle used to have the the, the ADATs, I forget what they call it, whatever. The old this before like tapes eight uh, track. What well, I forget what the name eight track. Some well, he used to play all this stuff in the records, right? And I used to I used to laugh a lot. I used to be like, listen, in the black community, a lot of times, the only time people is digestive is able to digest help and messaging mm. is through laughs. Mm. Got to laugh at it. It's like a kid. You know how you got to have, you know, candy coated medicine. You know how the kid we have them in the, and you know that feeding chair that the kids be in when they little, when you put them in, yeah. and you know how you the feed, they be like no.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and as soon as you take the spoon and do the playing, <laughs> it's like that. Mm-hmm. Through our laughter, through the jokes, mm-hmm. through whatever, that's where the message slide through. Mm. That's how we slide the message through. Um, yeah. Because we live in a world of understanding our people so much to where though they don't want to be preached to. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can't tell them what to do. You got to just put it out there. Yeah. Put your thoughts out there. And Sometimes your thoughts could come out there through a conversation with somebody that they respect mm-hmm. or somebody that they're a fan of. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they hear them co-sign it, when they hear them throw it back at you as you throw it at them, now they're like, "Damn, that is deep." Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So a lot of times, people don't be understanding that. Like, you got to speak in the language of now, hmm. in order to get the attention of now, in order to be able to get a part of somebody' mind of now. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And a lot of times, a lot of times, people get caught up because. They don't understand the uniform of now. They don't understand the language of now. They don't understand the energy of now. Mm. So they don't know how to connect with now. Yeah. See, what we understand is that we was some same young cats out here, me and Gil robbing, doing all this crazy shit. But it's like when I go to jail, I come back. It's like we connect. And it's like it's back in the day to us. When I mm. say back in the day, it's like we just always youthful. Because we, we always been like what you see with us is that's us all day long because we ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? We, we're in a great position in life. No we take care of our family. So it's like we, we got, you know, we could just, but it's like, it's so much messaging in our lives mm. and what we do to these young people and just people in general, because we got our opinion. And we don't we we don't care if you don't like our opinion. We don't care if sometimes mm. it may be too harsh or too vulgar. That's, that's what Richard was. No that's what Eddie was. That's what the greats was. But you got the messaging into it. Our whole thing is about you getting the messaging, however you get it. If you don't like it, if it's too hardcore, unfollow it, don't subscribe, stay away from it. <laughs> but every we understand everything ain't for anybody.
1: No doubt, no doubt.
0: You know what I'm saying? But it's just about the people that need to catch, these young cats, they love it. That's yeah. all we worry about is the young people because to us it seems like a lot of older people, they already done with life on the aspect of like, Ain't no changing in them. It's the ego of, I don't, I, don't I pay my bill. I ain't got I don't You know what I mean? Oh, but to a young person, they still developing out here and they trying to figure it out. And we understand that these young cats, these young brothers and sisters, a lot of them ain't got no fathers. They ain't got their uncle. Uncle might be dead. Mm-hmm. Dad might be dead on the joint. Might be on drugs. Mm-hmm. So they need somebody that they can say, that's Uncle right there. Mm-hmm. And that's who we need to some of these cats. Mm-hmm. I done had young cats hit me up, man. You like a dad to me. I'm like, damn. Cause, cause I still be in denial and I don't be understanding. Like it, it'd be still, still a little crazy for me when somebody come up and be like, yo man, and they have run a video down and should help me. I'll be like, wow. You know what I mean? Cause I, I do my video. I do my videos. I throw it up and I keep it moving. Mm. I keep it. I I go. I, cause I'll be on missions. I be, Cause I'll be trying to do my, I'll be trying to do my own personal things, family doing this. Going to the grocery store doing yeah. stuff, you know, or going on YouTube. I'll be trying to be in my do my own do my stuff. Like no doubt. do all type of stuff. So at the end of the day, it'd be like, I don't be understanding. I still it's still coming to me. Mm. Because I don't, I'm not one of these dudes out here on some celebrity shit, I don't care about none of that. I'm yeah. I'm gonna keep wearing my Adidas sweatpants every day, my Adidas, my hoodies, my hats, and I'm being my own world driving my Prius, my yeah. my band I don't care, like I don't. I just I don't trip off that stuff. No doubt. A car is car to me, man. Clothes is clothes to me. That's, that's me. Real. I can't not whatever anybody else doing. That's they thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't need I don't need these things to make you look at me too much because I don't need you. To, I don't even care that you look at me. I don't need you to look at me. <laughs> you look at the videos. But you see, yeah, you don't even got to look at. I don't care. So yeah. it's like, and I'm not trying to impress nobody. That's real. I'm Trying to impress my family by being by being secure, putting security on them. Mm-hmm. If you could do that, that's all that matters. That's real,
1: that's solid, mm-hmm. and so Wallo, man, I I know you running and gunning. So as I take yeah, us same. out, man, a lot of cats look at you, man, and it's like it's like that shot, you know what I'm saying? A motivation, conviction, positive energy mm-hmm. that cats go to you, like and look at you, like man, you done had several conversations to where we just chopped it up, man, and you speak life, I speak yeah. life, and it's just dope. And so if you can give any advice, insight to the world right now, if it's a mantra you live by. Like that thing that gets you up every single day and make you tick, like what insight and advice you'll give to the world to just keep pushing and keep going.
0: Right now, if if you feel it, live it. Right? Yeah. If you feel it, live, it. you gotta understand this. You gotta stand, stand this. You gotta live every day like it's your last day on earth, because it might be your last day on earth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we be having these ideas, we be having these dreams, we be, and we would not do it. We be so scared. Yeah. and it's like yo you ain't listen you ain't got a lot of time because that's why i go so hard because i look at myself like yo man i'm 41 man it's a, it's a possibility that 50 or 60 percent of my life is gone. i don't know mm. saying, i don't know so i say man i gotta go like like every time i go in rooms a lot of times i go in a room and i'll be like damn man i might say something to people like damn you know in like 30 years everybody in this room gonna be dead mm. they be like Cause I'm just trying to wake people up and give them that shock. Like, yo, man, go out there and do something, man. Yeah. Go out there and do something. And and, and, and at the end of the day, it's like, man, on some real stuff, you live every day, but you die once. Mm. But a lot of people are afraid to live. And when I say live, I'm talking about do what's what's happy for you. Do what you feel that you need to do. Don't worry about nobody else. You do what I'm saying? I'm gonna leave it with that.
1: No doubt. I appreciate you, my brother. No problem, man. Much love, man. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your time, bro. You know it's nothing but respect and love. I appreciate you. Love, bro. No doubt. Appreciate you, man. Keep love.